0: to the Black Girl Nerds podcast. My name is Angelica. I'm your host, and joining me, as always, is my co-host Ryan. Say hey, Ryan. Hello. And joining us, we have a very, very special guest. His, <laughs> we'll just say I that. Feel as like as I need his, a drum
1: roll. I need a drum a roll. A
0: drum yesterday. roll. You go ahead and introduce him, Ryan, because I'm too excited.
1: <laughs> yaya Abdul Mateen. The second. The second. How you doing,
2: What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing?
1: (laughs)
0: We are excited.
2: (laughs) I'm excited to be talking to y'all, too.
0: We are nerding out. Um, We had the pleasure of watching episode eight just a few days early. Okay. And we wanted to, like, tell the world, but we couldn't, obviously. Then the episode drops. Uh Uh-huh. And then Twitter blew up, and now we're talking to you. So how has that been for you?
2: I mean, I mean, it's cool. Like the whole, the whole, um, the whole thing about this journey is that you know I spent so much time of it, sort of in secrecy. Um, you know, playing playing a character like Cal, who mm-hmm. I love Cal, by the way. I think Cal was a very endearing character. But then, you know, really got to open up and get to share this other this other um, side to Cal with the whole Doctor Manhattan reveal. Um, and you know, the response has been crazy. It's been um, you know, really supportive. It's been comical. To <laughs> say the least. Um, but you know, it's a really, you know, it's a really, really good time. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about the, um, about the response that I've been getting to it. You know, everybody's, everybody seems to be really excited and, you know, really supportive for all the right reasons.
0: Oh, absolutely. You're, a, you knocked it out the park. Um,
1: uh-huh. now I got a question. now when you signed the contract though, Yaya, uh-huh. was there a year, like a year gym membership in there? I just want to know because this it, it was this was crazy. Like you know, I mean, are, are like are are you getting snacks in a makeup chair? Like what's happening? Funny, like, funny I need all funny, the behind the scenes details.
2: Funny that you say that. I mean, I was honestly, I'm so dumb with getting in shape for, for jobs. Like I can't go yeah, the- yeah. to the gym. It's like one would think that I would just stay in the gym, right? Mm-hmm, because right. Because I keep falling out of shape, I'm getting back in shape right now. But no, man, I, you know, I um, like I, like I said, I auditioned for Cal, and I didn't even know that Doctor Manhattan was going to be a part of it until a couple episodes in. Mm -hmm. So even if even if you look, you 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 know, you can kind of look at my shoulders and my arms in episode one, you know, in the pilot, and then go back and look at that look look at (laughs) my body in in episode eight, and it's just a different body because. You know, once I found out that I that I had to, you know, that I was Doctor Manhattan, I said, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess I gotta get naked, <laughs> and I guess I gotta get." Naked. So, so, um, so from- yeah, they definitely they definitely did start picking up the tab for that for that Oh
0: so. gosh, so you went from dad bod to like God in in a couple episodes. Oh, no,
2: I had Yeah, I'm gonna say I wasn't feeling the
1: dad bod. But that's why I was thinking you got the membership from the jump. Like, I thought they were <laughs> I, I'm just teasing.
0: I'm... It rhymed, guys. Is it right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time. I'm giving you a hard time. Now, no. wait. But since we're on the workout, though, and you have worked, I want to I touch on, like, a little bit of your past roles because you got mm, quite the Yes,
0: workout. sir. Quite a year, actually.
1: So, I... right, right. So, right. I want to go back to Aquaman Black Manta. All right. Okay, now I was—I'm gonna admit—I you kind of pushed aquaman off a cliff, so I was a little mad. <laughs> what? But I wanted to know—I wanted to know about these stunts that you were getting into, like hot, heart Was that—was that all that you did? You—did you have to pull back a little bit? No, look. Um, I'm and- gonna tell
2: you this. So, so the submarine sequence was me in the beginning, mm-hmm. but like all the other crazy uh-huh. stuff, I was sideline, clapping my hands <laughs> and cheering and rooting my stunt man Like, man. like I don't—I don't have an ego. About those stunts at all. I worked out. I got mm-hmm. in shape. I prepared myself to do the most that I could. But like once they're putting on a helmet and getting inside there and doing that, I'm like, look, man, I don't have no ego. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna make it look better than me, then I'm gonna be it, then it's my job to be a cheerleader. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what right, you mean?
0: Right, okay. Right. You know? So did you did did you get to fight with Jason Momoa at all in the beginning? Like, did you guys go head to head? How was that?
2: How was that? Jason is, is interesting. Jason is such a pro at that at the hand-to-hand combat stuff. I think one he just really he's a really physical guy. Um but then he's, you know, just just from mm-hmm, Game mm-hmm. of Thrones and a lot of his other jobs you know, always playing mm-hmm. kind the of warrior or, you know, fighting and things like that. So, you know, Jason was a pro and I, and I stepped in, you know, with with the things that I learned, and we kind of made it feel like mm-hmm. feel like choreography while, while okay. also, you know, wanting to make it look look really really intense at the same time. But Jason is Jason's is a real dope ass. Uh, oh, partner, actually, yeah. That, cool, from
0: yeah. what we see online, he's like probably just a good all around guy. But I do have a question. Now that we're on that subject, if you guys were in like a like a thumb war or maybe just like a you know hand to hand combat, arm wrestling contest, who would win? Yeah. Who do you think?
2: Jason uh, <laughs> would win the thumb war. He, 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 yeah. <laughs> He opens up a lot of, I mean, he uses that, that, uh, that, that thumb to open up a lot of Guinness. So, you know, he got a lot of, he got a lot nice. of practice. getting
1: that workout so on the thumb. thumb, I got
2: you. Yeah, yeah. if we was in an arm wrestling contest, I mean, Jason, <laughs> oh, Jason would win that. I don't have to know about that. And if he's to like a hand-to-hand, you know, combat a fight, something like that, I had, to, I had to pick up a brick or a stick or something like that. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not going I'm not gonna get a fair. that's just, that's, just, that's You're not gonna get a fair.
0: So that that tells yeah. me. So you grew up in New Orleans. So I feel like like you grew up knowing how to fight new and what you're supposed to do. So you you can size up someone and say, you know what, he got that. He got that.
2: Yeah. yeah, I don't got no ego about it, you know. And I'm you know born in born in New Orleans from New Orleans, also grew up oh. in West Oakland too. So you know that's 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 two very specific places. Where you know oh,
1: you got to know how to play
2: it. You got to know how to play. Oh, I'm 49 the
1: first. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna just sit
2: down gonna, on that one. Yeah. Uh, I was, yeah,
1: I'm,
2: I'm, just I'm gonna, just, gonna hold back was, on that one. I'm good. I was vibing my today too though because the because the Saints fan, the Saints are my second team, and I've been real mm. real upset at the 49ers recently because I didn't like how the whole nick thing went down. Right. Right. Like yeah. So I just really been riding with the Saints. But uh, I had to. I kind of mm-hmm. had to sit down and kind of go neutral. Uh, uh, just yesterday, yeah. You know, you know, for yesterday's game. All right, so, yeah, representing.
0: Okay. Well, um. So let's talk about some of your other roles. Um, I felt like the one that kind of s- stayed with me the most up until Watchmen, um, was your Black Mirror episode. So, what? Mm-hmm. You know, how did that come to you? How How did you feel when you got that script? Like, how did that even come about?
2: You know, it came out, um, you know, the way that most of my jobs had come, just through an email uh, and, and an opportunity to, to audition. Um, I didn't get the script first. I got the script, uh, I think, after I after I mm-hmm. sent in the, the audition for just the sides. And then I read the script, I got on the phone with the writers, and it was just really, it was just a dope opportunity to go and just to play someone um, I saw in Carl. Mm-hmm. I saw someone who was, like, longing to, like, be himself. He didn't have a... Um, solid relationships he didn't really experience true um companionship in a you know in a sexual partner um and I and and i saw him you know being someone who who got a got a chance to experience Mm -hmm. a sensation or a feeling of companionship yeah and was addicted to it so i kind of made him the archetype of a of an addict you know what i mean an addict who, who who didn't have who didn't have love you know and and um and yeah, I got a chance to go to go you know, go that's... to Brazil and play with Mackie and you know, Nicole and Home and Rudy and, you know, the whole the whole team. And um yeah, that was that was off the hook, you know, going going out to Brazil and doing that. And that was another one where I had one of those had one of those one liners <laughs> where people, people yeah. really, you know, gravitated to and uh, Yeah, yeah it was it was a I was, I was, was blown was away
0: fun. by that episode and just yeah. the imagery, it was just like, whoa, I've never seen anything yeah, like this. Yeah. So yeah, that's what's up.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was different. I try to keep my, you know, I always say if I'm if I'm gonna do television, I wanted to be, mm-hmm. you know, high taste, and I wanted to be diverse. So, and mm-hmm. you know, thus far, I've been able to, I've been able to put put yeah. up really yeah. good, you know, quality television. Awesome. Um, you yeah, got anything been, for you, really happy about that.
0: I heard you say something.
1: Uh well I was just gonna yeah I was just gonna go based off of that because um y'all yeah, you yeah, your roles to me draw me in so much because there's like you're you're playing it so well because you have mm-hmm. the one character on the front side and then you just flip it it's like it seems to me that you always have two sides of both of the characters that you play and so sure, I was kind of sure. wondering what is um what is like the most challenging character you've had to play like how do you get yourself in that mindset because you have some you have some roles mm-hmm. that really have people thinking the next day
2: interesting. Um, I think Dr. Manhattan was pro- was was the most challenging because there's so many um you know he's working on so many levels all at one time so it would be really easy to complicate a person like that like a person who who knows all of the past all of the future who knows exactly what's going to happen mm-hmm. who's incredibly emotionally unattached or, or or who seems to be emotionally unattached who's hyper intelligent um very difficult to fall in love with and and even as an actor you know I, I, there was a couple of times where i just apologized to regina because i'm like babe i know that i want to give you mm-hmm. i want to because you're giving me so much on your end and i want to be give i want to be able to reciprocate to the same level of uh just sheer emotion that you're experiencing but that's one of the hardest things about that character is knowing when to do it's knowing knowing how much how much to give you know it, you know if you give too much humanity then he's not Doctor right. Manhattan if you don't give enough then he's a robot you know and 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 so you know I had I had to really um I had to really really negotiate how to bring in you know his human like qualities and when to bring in the qualities that made him a god that was probably one of the more um more challenging roles uh but still but still rewarding you know when something is really challenging to me. That means, you know, that tells me that I should, that I'm probably doing the right thing, you know? Yeah. Once the job is, uh, you know, it, it's pretty difficult.
0: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. It I mean, it comes across off screen. Like I, episode eight, I literally, it didn't feel like an hour. I, it, it was like gone in a second. I was just sucked yeah, into this. Yeah, I wanted this, a whole
1: nother hour. Yeah. Right.
0: I was uh, just sucked into this love story, the chemistry between you and Regina, even as Dr. Manhattan, once he kind of right. like, walked into that bar and he sat yeah. down you know boy meets girl you, you could still yeah. see like the human inside him so that that episode blew me away i i can just give you guys all the emmys like that's how i feel oh, <laughs> was- I
2: appreciate that that means everything Thank you.
0: So, um, so how was that with, you know, we brought up Regina, how is it working with Regina? Cause she's, she's like, I'm a little person too. I'm five, four, you know what I'm saying? But I think I'm big and Regina is like that on screen. How was that working with her?
2: Regina's off the hook. I mean, first she's just, um, I always describe her as game. She's just game, game, game. She's down to play. She's, she, you know, she comes to work. She holds her own. She always has a great attitude. Um, he was really down to play, which is why, you know, I'm a very playful actor also. And I think that's why we, 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 uh, really hit it off well, because, you know, we just kind of didn't, didn't hold back and, uh, and really trusted each other with, um, with ourselves. I mean, I think, I think the first, the first day, maybe the second day, no later than the, our second day working together, we were, we, we were doing the first, you know, that scene upstairs in the closet. Mm-hmm. And, and so that took, you know, getting, getting comfortable with one another, and um, and a lot of trust. So our relationship was definitely built on trust. Um, she's she's just funny. She's kind of you know she will you know you got to keep your guard up because she'll, <laughs> she'll, she'll she'll crack on you in a minute. And she will crack on you in a minute. And she's just so playful and you know um, she she's just game and just such a beautiful beautiful energy on set and uh, really really made my job my job easy to have to come to work and put my feet on the ground and you know look her in the eyes and go. I mean that's just you know i couldn't ask for anything else that's awesome
1: now speaking of keeping your guard up how would you feel when she walked in with the hammer because <laughs> that was that <laughs> i
2: know like, that it's was it's a scene like, for me i was like you know, what yeah cow's like baby what you doing you know i want to <laughs> you know i want to i want to stay here. i love you, I love you I, but but this don't seem like it's about to go well for me you know? uh, yeah that was a- you know, Cal,
1: did your Cal um m-
2: did your m- sisters
1: m- get to see that scene because i know you had like a premiere party with them yeah
2: yeah 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 uh, you know i, I sit down and, and i watch i watch that every sunday with my sisters and um yeah they saw that they saw that they were they were like you know just as shocked and surprised as everybody else they're looking what's going on oh my god i think you might be the blue man oh my god everybody said it Knew it right, um, I'm like, yeah, you didn't know
0: nothing. I'm gonna tell you, you didn't I'm know. gonna tell you this the way the writers set this reveal, it was masterful because I the signs were all there, right? You know, Lori's you know, always being attracted to Cal, <laughs> you know, Excalibur, and then like your her ex uh-huh. Cal, a bar, like it was all there. We just I didn't pick up on it until the I think episode seven when True as... Angela, you're not even going to ask who he is, is he? And I was like, "It's Kyle!" And I just like freaked out. And then when she came home and beat him over the head with the hammer, it was with the blue. I mean, it was even the promotional um, poster. She's glowing in blue. Like it was. It's been there all along. Um, How did you feel when you when you got that reveal yourself as the actor?
2: That scene was uh, like on the page. That scene was kind of heartbreaking. It was. It was. It was because. It was sort of the end of Cal. Cal, yes, it was sort of the end of Cal. You know, and uh, Cal, just as a as a man and as a figure, um, I kind of built him to be very child childlike. I mean, he was innocent. He was extremely trustworthy, uh, at least, mm-hmm. at least me. You know, I saw him as a, just a loving person, extremely yes. trustworthy. Um, you know, he didn't even you know he didn't run when when Angela had the hammer, and he, he cow Cal, Cal was just really the embodiment it's sort of like he was made to be the embodiment of love for Angela mm-hmm. yeah. um, and I just really felt for Cal in that moment because he was probably so afraid and um and and but, but he wanted to just keep his feet on the ground and, and be there for her um but 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 you know there was bigger things at play so you know he had to yeah he had to go um he had to go he
0: had to go. Yeah.
2: You know, but then that was sort of the you know the beginning of the love story that opens up in episode eight. That's one of the, another thing that I really like about the series is that you know it's a historical drama, uh, it's 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 it's, it's an action, uh, it's 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 an action adventure, it's a whodunit mystery and, and, and mm-hmm. things like that. So um, and there's then there's the, the you know the whole story oh, yeah. of the history of trauma, intergenerational trauma passed down from one generation to another to another. Um, white supremacy there's you know we're tackling a lot of serious uh subject matter and then um episode eight lets us know that it's a love story the entire time
0: mm-hmm. yeah you know,
2: and it it really takes care of us in that way so that was you know when Cal went away that was the beginning of an unexpected journey that that um that I think a lot of people were surprised by
0: yeah absolutely and you know what I love about mm-hmm. Watchmen is that it's it's you know it's all these different genres, but for me, I take away from it. It's just, it's about blackness. Like I, I haven't really seen a show like this where we have a mainstream you know TV show. It's all over Twitter. It's all, it's on HBO, and the cast is you know the main characters are predominantly black, and just as even though. Cal is a mask, right? Of for Dr. Manhattan. And I, I think Adrian even had that throwaway line about cultural appropriation, <laughs> kind of how yeah. Dr. Manhattan kind of took a black body. But
1: yeah.
0: um, you know, how was that like for you? Just even the opening scene of 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 episode one just kind of really hurt my soul. Like how it's a lot, like how was you as a black man, how was it like watching the show or just being a part of it?
2: Um you know watching it is is, is is a different thing from being a part of it you know when I watch it I you know I, I think I do a good job of watching it from the audience perspective and kind of being unattached uh, you know and kind of being you know unattached to it so it was it was gruesome it was um, difficult to watch I, I felt like it was necessary to watch and I probably felt similar similar to a lot of the, a, lot, a lot of the audience uh, watching it um, now knowing that I'm a part of it I, you know I get a lot of pride because we're not this isn't a show that's shying away from the things that we're talking about when it comes to race and the history of race in this country. you know we're not taking a sideways approach mm-hmm. you know we're we're sort of uh squaring our shoulders and we're giving white supremacy a name or we're giving yes. our uh our antagonist a name we're calling it white supremacy very specifically we're 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 talking about racists very very specifically, and it's not a show that's 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 saying well let's well, let's try to understand their mm-hmm. side, understand their perspective. It's a show that's calling it for exactly what it is, um, and we're and we're also not saying, well, let's sit down and let's have thoughtful conversations about it with them. Let's reach across the aisle. It's saying no that that this is this is a problem that this is what the cancer in this in this society is, you know, as it as it pertains to race and issues of race in this country. Um, and it, and it's and it's saying that the way to defeat it is absolutely head on you know and so i'm really proud uh you know to be a part of a show that's doing that and then uh that's also educating you know that's also educating in you know depicting the the uh the Tulsa massacre Mm -hmm. the the Tulsa massacre very specific way uh as close to the truth as possible that is talking about the letters that were dropped down on the troops you know that is sort of dealing with history in a way that's not that's not watering it down um like like it um like it usually is when it's given to us you know
0: yeah and the crazy thing is this is supposedly an alternate universe but or an alternate reality but those events really happen like outside of the the superheroes and you know these uh fantastical characters this what happened in Tulsa what happened to the troops this all happened this is all our history so it's, it's it's just like revolutionary in my mind like I've never seen anything like it so uh thank you just for for being a part of it
2: Oh, yeah, no,
1: no. Yeah, it was mind-blowing. And by the way, I was always seeing Cal and- uh, Is that, is that right? right? At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was already there. I mean, may, some of y'all might have had to catch up, but I was you already playing there. Playing, like, I was seeing both of them. You, you played both of the them at the same time. Huh? Say it one more time.
2: You was in on the high school. You was in on the high school. I,
1: I think I was. I kind of dropped, I kind of dropped. you know, as far as contract-wise for your gym membership, but I think I was a little bit on <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> um, but before we get out of the um, for, Before we get out of Watchmen I want to talk about You did an Instagram oh post my god. was hilarious to me Where you're like brushing You're like It looks like you're in your trailer And you're like brushing I guess your body Wave check right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Yeah Right, right, right So I'm trying to figure out yeah. What is Dr. Manhattan's playlist Like what are you listening to?
2: Oh my god oh, what Doctor, is, Like what is Dr. Manhattan yeah, or you to? Can When, Jaya, get, you when he's getting, Jaya, getting ready I'm And when like, he's in a makeup chair
1: yeah. Let's do both.
2: Man, nah, I don't know what Dr. Dr. Manhattan he probably <laughs> listened to some depressing. Dr. Manhattan probably listened to something depressing. <laughs> he probably listened to like the, sound, <laughs> the, the sounds of the universe. You know, like he probably took oh, a speaker- Oh yeah, that's from, true. I mean, yeah, I can see that. Listen to like the sounds of the galaxy or something like that. And thinking about how expansive and how beautiful and multi-layered <laughs> that is or something like that. Now, me, myself, it all depends on, on the day of the week. But most, like right now you can find me listening to like, I don't know, anything ignorant. I'm listening to a lot of like ignorant. You know, I'm listening to like, if, if, it's, if it's ignorant, it's probably on my playlist right now. Uh, who else am I listening to? I'm, I'm always okay. like, I'm listening to Gary Clark Jr. though. I'm listening to yes. Ari Lennox. Is, Coca- is that how I say her Butter, name? I yeah, say, but yeah.
0: I've seen her like yeah. three times already. So yes.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I love her. Um, I'm I'm listening to I'm listening to like a lot of the, a lot of the new stuff. Michael Kiwanuka is always dope. Um mm-hmm. I always listening to James Brown. Oh, um, you got to add James Brown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of some of, the, some of the stuff that I'm listening to Moses Sumney, he's dope. Um and then all like I said, all of my all of my I just, I just want because, one example you know, gotta, of some
0: ignorant yeah. that you're listening to. <laughs>
1: The
2: Get Up Challenge. I ain't gonna say ain't, I'm not gonna give you. I'm not gonna give you a name because then you know, I'm calling out a specific artist. But, you know, I don't gotta tell you what it is. You know, I don't I'm gotta our, tell I'm you what teacher. it is. All right, All right, right. We don't want no problems.
0: Okay. All right, we we just gonna I'm leave it alone. Right. If it's ignorant, you're listening to it. Got it. <laughs> um, you know, I also wanted to touch on this. So we actually covered The Handmaid's Tale for our, our podcast. We did a recap series. And you were in an episode um, okay. and you were the reason why I hated June. Cool. So how <laughs> you, yeah, so I mean, bad. you played Omar. Oh, yeah. Omar went out of his way for June. You know, June did not want to take no for yeah. an answer. Omar was like, okay, you can come back with me. but You got to stay in the house. June didn't listen. As a result, Omar was on the wall. Right.
2: No, I and mean, we're gonna come back to Handmaid's Tale, but uh, uh, Handmaid's Tale was the reason why I got the, <gasps> why I got the uh, the audition for Watchmen. Um, yeah, because, because Damon saw me in that epi- he saw me in that episode, and he said he said right? uh, was wow who is who is this guy and he brought me in, he brought Actually, me in well shout out to for, Handmaid's uh, Tale uh, then <laughs> sure did yeah, Handmaid's Tale shout out to Handmaid's Tale. Um, I'm sorry, I I forget your question about him, Ms. Taylor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think I was just venting just to you, just saying like, you know, we always talk about uh, feminism, white feminism, how a lot of times, you know, June was responsible as much as she's a hero of that story. She was responsible for a lot of brown and black bodies. And you were one of the first, I think you were her first black body. Um, So I, I, I just wanted to say like, your character was a catalyst for us as as podcasters for hating june for the longest time like we we came up we use omar we we like name drop omar or like that guy that June got kicked. we we right. dropped that so many times our recaps here because we were just like she just is no, like she just be taking everybody out she don't care about nobody but herself so yeah, no. I was just venting because we do a lot of ranting but how was that for you okay. like did you see it
1: my way I, <laughs> or how did you uh, interpret
2: that I didn't, I didn't see it that way I, I saw I saw more <laughs> of somebody who was you know nice to a fault who was trying to do the right thing and and uh, and you know he paid for it in the end that's about the extent of how. How far? I saw it. I didn't, I didn't take as deep a dive as you did, but you know, but you know what? You got to take a deep dive. It got to be mm-hmm. taking a deep dive, you know, to, to make sure that they, you know, have our back. But, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't look at it quite the same way. <laughs> I'll be on, you know, somewhere doing the next job by the time you was, you know, writing your thesis about that. Recap. <laughs> <laughs> look, look yeah, yeah. I else chilling.
0: Ryan will tell you that was like my rant. I said she took out Omar, she took out Francis, she took out she took out Natalie. Just boom, 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 boom. So I, I just had to get that out. I'm I'm Uh, glad that you didn't see it that way. But that was you were the beginning for a lot of people of the reason why you know June was not. Taken very well as a character i mean she she made up for it if for anyone that finished the series, but we you were the you were the catalyst, put it that way and and now we know yeah, and now you know Omar was the catalyst for for cal and dr manhattan, so that that comes full circle,
2: yep. All right, yep. can
1: we talk about these upcoming projects, though? Yes. Okay, yes. What I got.
2: yes. You tell me, because I, I, I forget. Okay. <laughs> so, <let> me,
1: now, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I got the question for you. I got the question for you, yeah. Okay, Hello. Matrix. You're. In, I, I'm hearing that you're in Matrix, but I mm-hmm. want to know, are you going red or blue pill?
2: Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't
1: ready. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. It got too quiet. Never mind. Just Just yeah. tell me about your thoughts red. on Matrix then. I'll let you just go with it.
2: <laughs> what happens if I say red? Can I, can I say red pill? he said red
1: Man, it's been a minute i'm gonna go with red i'm gonna no. go with red. Red. Go red is okay i think i don't know you don't even know what i'm gonna do with this question let's <laughs> go ahead with y'all about the lead, you know lead <laughs> i'm trying to move past this you okay you the lead roller uh, matrix help me out here yeah, me. you don't
0: know red and blue uh, but, uh, uh, <laughs> oh
1: my gosh Help me out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on. What's up? What's Thank you? What's you, okay. Well, red pill is knowledge. Like like the fruit in okay. the Garden of Eden. That's knowledge.
2: Uh-huh. So
1: right pick.
2: Yeah, I, no, think, I, I think so. I mean, I'm going right pick. i think knowledge. Man. Knowledge over what? I, I, over I, read, I definitely Google Google that. Google that. I definitely Googled that. I definitely Google that because it's been a minute. <laughs> you got me up. I, Freedom. Okay, I heard the I heard the little fingers typing on the keyboard. Oh, I heard you heard me, me typing.
0: Heard <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're so wrong. Uh, blue oh, pill yeah. is is security and happiness, and uh, red pill is knowledge and freedom. So, which one you going with? He said he said knowledge and freedom.
2: No, I, well, see, they got freedom over there, but that sounds like it's a more difficult path. Some like sometimes security and happiness. That's a that's you know. I don't I don't really care for the security part, but the happiness is, is important and the freedom on the other side is important. But sometimes knowledge come with a little too much discomfort. I don't know. That is man.
0: That's why yeah, that's I, I feel like red is a good choice because ultimately happiness is fine. But if you're blissfully ignorant and you're only happy because you're in the matrix, uh, I'd rather be free and struggle. That's just me. But so I'll go with red. <laughs> Oh, uh, Okay. Um. And you're actually well. Did we talk about Matrix? Oh, I don't know if you could talk about the Matrix. Can you talk anything about the Matrix?
2: Maybe a short conversation, but we'll find out.
0: <laughs> well, whatever you tell us, I mean, whatever you're allowed to tell us, and we'll leave it at that. I we know. It.
2: I'm in it, and I'm excited to be in it. You know, okay. and that's that's about these. Okay. So that I can say right now.
0: Okay. The same for Candyman, huh? Oh,
2: I'm always in these projects where I can't say so much about it, huh? That's just the way of the world. <laughs> um, Candy Man, too. Candy Man was dope shooting that. Um, Neil is a phenomenal director, mm-hmm. Neil DeCosta. Um, Jordan, mm-hmm. you know, the sort of, uh, project pinned by Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and uh, yeah, you know, we did that, did, did that in Chicago. It's my first time being in Chicago. Was there for a couple of months. It's a beautiful city. I can't wait to go back. But that's gonna be a real dope project in uh what June, June, June 12th of this of uh, next year. That's gonna be Okay, really
0: that's too. what's up. So you're from New Orleans and you grew up in West Oakland. Were were you cold in Chicago? Or how was what time of year were you shooting?
2: You know I, I made it there right, right in the right time. They said I came and went, like just on time. <laughs> so I had a nice little All right, that's yeah. what's
0: up. Um, is there anything else you want to tell us? Any other upcoming project you think we should look forward to from you? Season two of Watchmen.
2: Yeah, back season two? I just finished something called The Trailer Call of the Chicago 7. Um, I'm playing uh, Bobby Seale uh, in that. That'll come out in uh, October of next year. It's directed and written by Aaron okay. Um, I'm really, really excited to get that out into the world. And uh, other than that, you know, I just want to, you know, I, I think a lot of a lot of the good years that I had this year is uh, really rooted in uh, gratitude. You know, once I kind of set, set my mind just to be grateful for everything that comes my way and try to put gratitude back out into the world, really good things started to happen and uh, continue to happen. So, you know, both professionally and in my own personal life, so I'm in a really, really happy place. And, and I'm, I'm always when I get the get the you know the one second to to say, I mean, the one minute to say something. I think it's always good for me to put gratitude back out into the mm-hmm. world. So uh, I appreciate, it. I appreciate, it. I appreciate it.
1: Well, we can tell, and these roles are phenomenal. No, and we're, we're rooting for you. Uh, I,
2: I appreciate it. I appreciate it.
1: We're rooting for you here. Thank for the you.
2: Carolers. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say?
0: Well, I, I, I thank you for taking the time to to chop it up with us. We really enjoy you. We can't wait to see what you have yeah. next. And uh, thank you so much. Yep.
2: I appreciate y'all. y'all take you
0: care. Too. All right, guys. Well, right. bye. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. And now, this is Angelica and Ryan setting off. We'll talk to you guys next week. And thank you so much, Aya. Yeah. Bye. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Broadnax. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find various episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Google Play Music, and Spotify.